Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience by Bishop David Yali. Bishop David Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident pastor of Loyalty House International, one of the denominations under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, Tema Community 22 Branch. He has been in the ministry for over 25 years, has a rare insight into the Word of God, and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word by Bishop David Yali. Father in heaven, thank you so much for tonight. We are eternally grateful to you for the King, Jesus Christ, our Lord God. Thank you for the precious blood that was shed on Calvary's cross to redeem us. Tonight we dip ourselves in the blood of the Lamb of God. Clean us and prepare our hearts by the wonderful Holy Spirit. I pray for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit from heaven in our hearts. For the manifestation of the Spirit of God is given to profit us. We curse that which is not of God. We curse that which is of the wicked one. And tonight, Lord, let heaven Come into our hearts. Let heaven come into the service. I bless your name as I yield myself to you, Lord. Bless your sovereign name. You are the Lord. And let everybody say amen. Let me see. You are the Lord. Bless your name. Be glorified. Thank you, Jesus. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. We give you glory. Oh, Jesus. Your 
Father, let the name of Jesus be glorified in this service. Let the name Yahweh, your reverential name, from heaven be glorified. Spirit of God, let your name be glorified in this service in our lives. Just glorify your name. Jesus' matchless name. We love you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Son of the living God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lord. We bless your name. Amen. Well, tonight I want to talk about the cross. Okay. Last week I spoke about a little history of this wonderful cross of the Son of God. And I spoke about how it came into being by the barbarians and the later taken over by the Romans and the Roman constitution, what it meant to be crucified if you whip a Roman citizen a crime, if you if you bind him it's an abomination. No, if you whip him it was an abomination, if you bind him it's a crime. If you kill him, it is murder. Even if you knock a Roman citizen down, it's murder. But if you crucify him, he said there was no fitting word to describe such a, a dastardly, is it an English word? Eh? It's English. Eh? Distard. Distard. No word. Okay. To describe such a, how do you call it, a, a gruesome way of killing people as crucifixion. Amen. And um, I spoke about Paul, knowing who he was as a Roman. When they bound him, about to beat him, he said he was a Roman. I was exempted. And I and I talk about the, the, the Jews. So for the for the for the for the Romans to be crucified was such a terrible thing. Now, for the Jews, they hated crucifixion for biblical reasons. Because to God, it was a curse to be hung on a tree. So once we are crucified, that day must be brought down. And then the land becomes a curse. You understand me? So, because of that, and, and, and that was what God chose for his son. That is why, actually, salvation is, is expensive. And it can only be by grace. Because no angel in heaven qualified to do, I mean, to save man. Are you understand what I'm saying? No angel qualified. Only God himself could do what he did. And God did it purely out of love. Because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. 
Give it to you. Only all that he had. All that God has to receive. All that he had. Before the earth was made, before planets, before angels, before everything, all you had was he and his son in his spirit. The spirit of God is both the spirit of the Father and the Son. Are you understanding me? So all he has is my, my son and my spirit. And we were very okay. <laughs> they were not dissatisfied. They were very okay. But as being God, he decided to create and to create us. And we rebelled because Lucifer rebelled against him and contaminated us. But what I'm saying is that there was no other way to pay the sin than on this cross on which the Romans couldn't stand it. The Jews also saw it as a curse. So, therefore, it just shows us how sin, the value of sin, sin is so horrible to God. But unfortunately, men also love it because of the pleasure of it. You understand me? But to God, it's so horrible. Are you understand what I'm saying? Very, very horrible. Amen. Colossians 1 20 says that having therefore made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things, that is to say, all things that are in heaven and, and earth, to reconcile heaven, to reconcile the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost to the earth, to reconcile angels, Michael, Gabriel, Polybim, Bees, Cherubims, and everything, so that. We all can be together. Only God had to actually make peace. And the only way he could make peace was through the Lord's death. Hallelujah. Amen. And what I want you to understand is that God loves us so much. Unfortunately, we have believed Satan's lie that God doesn't love us because of the things we go through. But God loves us so much. In John 3, 35, the Bible says, For the Father loved the Son. It is so, if the Father did love the Son, why did he let him come and die for foolish boys and girls like us? Hmm? Foolish boys and girls like us. <laughs> bad, bad boys. Eh? The Ravens. Then, then, then God's love for us must be very, very, very great. Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. Now, our test scripture last week was John 3, 14. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. My God. Now, whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I don't know why, but this light is shining on my face too much. Will it change the light system here? Where is it? Anyway. You can also leave it. Let's have that. The middle one.
Amen. So, in, um, the Lord Jesus said that as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so, must the Son of Man be lifted up. And he said, whosoever believes in him, that's what, whosoever believes in the lifted up Son of Man, the one who is crucified, shall not perish or will not spend a miserable life in hell. But will have eternal life. will have and enjoying life in heaven. That's what it means. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. So John 3.15 and John 3.16, they are all the same, in a certain sense. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, 17, but the world through him might be saved. This was my favorite scripture. I like that scripture. For God sent not his son, Condemn the world. Amen. I think I enjoyed that one even more than 16. Because it's like God didn't send his son to condemn me. <laughs> like he sent me to come and send me. He sent him to come and save me. Now, what am I trying to say? So, as I was saying last week, in Numbers chapter. In Numbers chapter number 21, the Bible says, And the Lord sent, oh Jesus, we are holy, fiery serpents among the people. And they beat the people. And much people of Israel died. Therefore, the people came to Pastor Moses and said, Pastor, we have sinned. For we have spoken against the Lord, the Lord, and against thee. Pray that the Lord, that he take away the serpent from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, make a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, when he looketh upon shall live. Moses made a serpent of brass and put a pole on. It came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the brass, he lived. Today, I want us to do a bit of Bible study. Now, Israel was complaining, and God decided to remove the head and allow serpents to bite them. And when the serpent bit them, they repented to both Moses and to God. And Moses cried to see. To, to the Lord. And God, the Lord said, make a fiery serpent and hang the serpent on a tree. Anybody who looks at that serpent will live. 
now Jesus comes as the, son, as the son of the living God and says that the same way that Moses lifted up the serpent, that's the same way he, Jesus, was to be lifted up. And anybody who believes will also live and not perish. Amen. So, in comparison, we see a lifted up snake and a lifted up son of, son of God. Both are antidotes for the cure of sin. When a snake bites, they die. But the Bible also said that the wages of sin is also death. So in the Old Testament, even though they died physically, it was also a type of death because, because death usually separates you. When somebody dies, you are separated from, from people. But this one, it is separation from the Lord. Like Adam and Eve were separated from God when they sinned against God. So, the cure for that separation from the Lord God is look on what is on the tree. In the Old Testament, it was a serpent. In the New Testament, it was a lamb. And the question is, what is the relationship between a serpent and a lamb? There's no relationship. I mean, if I come and put a lamb, not a sheep, but a lamb right here, Okay, I'm sure we can easily even put it the lamb on our shoulder. We can bear, 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 and we keep at peace, at rest. But if you see a snake, you can't put a snake on your shoulder. Dangerous creature. But in the Bible, the snake actually was Satan, the, the accursed rebel. Because Genesis 1-1 says that the serpent was the most subtle creature which the Lord God had made. And, and he said to the woman as God said. So he came as a tempter to tempt the woman. Are you understanding me? And when the woman fell to lies. Then he came and then pew, and bit them and the poison of sin entered them and Adam and Eve died. Do you understand me? So a serpent bite introduces poison you die. Also in the spirit the serpent also bites introduces poison and you die. And the poison is any sin. Look, sin, even our little lies are dangerous. Our, our, this morning I think we're praying about a lot of things. Bad thoughts and all those things. They are all very, very deadly things. Are you understanding me? So, God's cure 
was that his son should come and hang on that tree. Like Moses hung the tree. Now, what it meant was that when Satan tricked man to sin against God and the Lord God came into the garden, the first person he spoke to was Adam. And Adam um, released the question that had been asked to the woman. And the woman also released the question that he had also been asked to the man. Because the woman's question is, the woman's question was, where Adam, where are you? That's the question. Have you eaten of the, of the fruit that I told you not to eat? The other same that the woman gave. Hey. One man of God said, if you see a coffin being carried to cemetery, blame a woman. Because they are the cause of all these problems. And then God also asked the, the woman, what is this that you have done? You don't know the implications of that adultery or that fornication. You don't know the implications. That's implications. So, what is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me. And now, as for the serpent, God didn't, because already know, he had declared himself as an enemy. So, God went straight away and started judgment on the serpent. Genesis 3.15 was the judgment. I'll put enmity between this woman that you have tricked, her seed, and your seed. You will bruise his heel and he will crush your hair. So already, heaven has set something in motion of the seed of the woman. I said to you, I've been Bible study. Now, Women don't have seed in the Bible. It is all the seed of a man. You never hear of seed of Sarah, Abraham's seed, seed of David. Even the genealogy, women are not included. A woman will come in when it is of a little, like some special case. Like, for instance, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tama, who, who, who brought forth Perez and, and Zara through Judah because it, it was an un, unusual uh, circumstance. It's a man, Judah, who had to go and sleep with his, uh, his son's wife. But the son was dead. And the woman wanted a child. and had to trick the husband, the, his, his father-in-law, to sleep with him. And he gave her to twins. Are you understanding me? So it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like incest. You see, so Perez was, was a child of his grandfather. Do you, do you understand? Just like grandpa has given birth to Perez. That is why it took 10 generations before even David became king. 
Because God has said that when there's incest, it is such an abomination that you, a bastard should not stand the congregation of the Lord till 10 generations. So when you count the generations from, 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 from Pharez to David, it is 10. But amazingly, just because David was about to come, Satan started moving the, the Jews to ask for a king. Then they asked for Saul. Who was not the of Judah? It was an abnormality for a king to come out of Benjamin. Are you understanding me? Then we see also uh, Rahab. It was some wild harlot. So we mention her. Then we see Ruth. Also some widow somewhere who eventually also comes in and then whatever. And then, uh, who else also, also, also comes in? Eh? Maybe Mary. She was, she, was, she was okay. But other than that, all the, um, let's say, were men's seed. So to say a woman's seed, there is a seed that is not coming from a man. Are you understanding me? It's like no man has any. So already the prophecy had already begun. No man has, has no sperm to produce in this child. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So now this child comes by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit and he comes as the son of God and the seed of Mary or the seed of the woman. He is non-Adamic. There's no Adamic trait in him. There's no sin in him. In fact, Jesus was not made in the soil. Was not made I mean, I, if, when Jesus died, then, if they had buried him, I wonder why would I, he, would have, he, would have, he would have rotted. Are you understanding me? Because it's not from the dust. Dust shall you return. He, how, how can he return to dust when he comes from heaven? It's heaven must return. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he was working as a very, very, very great God, but as a man. And he is the one that said, I'm going to be hung on the tree. So when they arrested Jesus, or he allowed himself to be arrested, because by the way, nobody also could have arrested Jesus. How can he arrest, arrest God? I'm just trying to let you know, even Judas, he didn't need to betray Jesus. Because the, the, the man, he came to the road to come and die anyway. So, whatever way, he would have died. Eh? Judas, I don't think a traitor. He don't need to be a traitor or a betrayer or to be disloyal. <laughs> yeah. Because Jesus is actually the ram God provided for Abraham on Mount Moriah. That's the ram for the sacrifice. And the ram was caught in a ticket. Not Abraham didn't catch the, the, the ram. God caught his own son and gave him up to be crucified. Are you understand what I'm saying? So all the beatings, Reverend Mike, all the spittings, you see, you spit. How can you spit on Jesus? There are some scriptures when I'm reading, I don't like to read them. 
because it, 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 it sounds, it looks some way. How can you spit on Jesus? How can you slap Jesus? How can, how can you pull his, his, his hair? Pull it. How can you blindfold Jesus and slap him and say prophesy? Because you're used to mentioning names like the prophets do. If, if there were phone numbers now, we thought he'd have, he would have mentioned, be mentioning phone numbers and all that. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But the devil, Lucifer, the devil was all loud. And look, this son of God, we didn't get him in the wilderness. Look, let's finish him. But he did not understand the mystery of Genesis 36. And then he crucified him through the chief elders, scribes, pastors, and everything, all were involved. Let's crucify him. Let's crucify him. And they crucified him. Now, in 1 Corinthians 2.7, you see, the Bible says that if the princes of this world, that word princes is okay, you know, it's like principalities. If the principalities of this world but we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery, even if we hear the wisdom, which God ordained for uh, verse 8. Which none of the princes, you see, so God's wisdom is so mysterious that the principalities of the world did not know. If they had known, if Satan, who is a principality, had known, he would, would not have crucified the Lord of glory. He would not. He wouldn't. Because in crucifying the love of glory, as we saw the Lord of glory hang there on the cross. All right. There was an outplay of Moses' serpent. Same. To the observer, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our Savior, was a victim to the observer. To the observer, Jesus was defeated. Bleeding and bruised. Nobody was even crucified, beaten like that. But if you had had God's microscope. Do you know God has microscope? You don't know that God has microscope? Eh? You don't know that God has microscope? Or he has lenses? That is why the prophet, a prayer can stand there and he's looking through God's lenses and he can see what happened to you at the age of two. Age of four. Then he's saying, at age six, this happened. At age this, he will say all the things, and even now going even into the future. You are looking through God's lens. Either by discernment of word of knowledge or word of word of wisdom or whatever it is. So if God had actually given you what he saw, you would have seen the snake. You would have seen the snake. As he cried, it was finished. It was a snake that it was finished for the snake. 
and that the snake has been killed. So anybody who has been bitten by the by sin, the sting of sin, and uh, which is death, if only you see the one who looked who died on the cross, you'll be forgiven. Because the antivenom, do you know venom? The venom of the snake. The antivenom is the blood. In the hospital, when a snake bites you, you have to inject with antivenom. So God also releases his antivenom that neutralizes all the sins and washes all the sin as though you have not sinned before. So, as I talk about the first, uh, the, the cross, the first thing I'm talking about is the crucified Christ. Oh, Jesus, you are holy. And what? Our victory over sin. Our what? Our what? Victory over sin. Once you are forgiven, you are forgiven. All the sins are washed away. Amen. But, mind you, this Satan, this snake, it is destroyed. I still fight. Is that what? In fact, a wounded snake is very dangerous. It is defeated, but it still fights. It still comes around with its poison of sin. So John writing to us in John 2 1, first John 2 1, he said, My little children, sin not. But if you sin, in other words, we will still make mistakes. Bad thoughts and things will be suggested. How many of you have had some thoughts being suggested even today? That as the Lord, in fact, I don't like these thoughts. And no matter where they are, but where they are, where they are, but so, but 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 if you sin, we have an advocate in heaven with our Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Who is the propitiation for our sins? The word propitiation means that he was able to pacify God the Father with his death on the cross. Eh? He was able to pacify God the Father, God the Father with himself. With himself. So, when we sin, it does not mean that you should willfully sin. It's under pressure. But like you intensely said, you did it. We could keep on it. This thing. No. Make mistakes. I don't understand what I'm saying. So, there is victory over sin. Through Jesus Christ and his death, through the blood. And God wants to live that victorious life. But if you sin, he says that what? You still have an advocate in heaven. The heaven. Who is? Tell the father, father. Advocate means a lawyer. It's a lawyer.
lawyer, it's a, it's a lawyer who, who's their father. God has done his very true. But look at my scars. Look at my back. Look at my beard. He said, Father, Father, you see that I don't have beard yet. Not that I've shaved though. I've not shaved. He pulled it up. And that becomes the basis of our victory. But God wants us to have victory. That's why the Holy Spirit has come. Amen. So that's victory over sin. Victory over sin. And there's no sin that Jesus doesn't forgive. Number two, so as I talk about crossing, all I'm trying to say is that if we don't take up our cross, we can never have victory. Luke 9, 27 or 24, and Jesus said, if any man will come after him, after me, let him deny himself. Is it 27 or 24? Eh? You also don't know like a, okay, 24. Who's, no, 23. Whosoever will come after me, let him do what? Deny himself. So they self, you have to deny self. Oh, Jesus, you are holy. You have to deny what? Self, because this self, the worst of the flesh, is what? Adultery, fornication, lasciviousness, uh, witchcraft, idolatry, uh, eh? evil eye, envy, jealousies, all this, and they are all in the flesh. So he said, deny what? And take up the cross. And do what? Follow me. If we don't take up the cross, so we can never have the truth over sin. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. So that old man, you see, when a man dies, if he likes fried rice, put fried rice in his mouth. If he likes cocaine, and put cocaine, keep him cocaine, one guy died, his friends brought weed to his mouth. See, he should smoke his last. He cannot smoke. So, we too, our only hope, because the world has become more sinful. There is more sin on Facebook. So much sin on Facebook. So much sin on Instagram. So much sin on the internet. When you open something and you see this, you open and see this, where do we even pass? Even, even, even we are praying WhatsApp, messages, phone calls. Hey. This morning, when somebody called me, he was coming to me. So he needed this morning for me. And then I started praying. As I was praying, I saw a phone call come. Usually I will not take I thought it was, it was a guy. Who is around? 
I said, Lord, please forgive me and let, let me. <laughs> and yes. And so, don't do that. There's so much sin. Satan is sending more sin. So, the key is what? The cross. Romans 8.13. If ye through the Holy Spirit do mortify the deeds of the, of the body, the deeds of the body, the deeds, deeds, works of the body, ye shall live. Christians, are we dying or we are living? Where are our crosses? Because if the Holy Ghost wants to crucify you, where will it take you? Where will it take you? The Holy Ghost doesn't take you to, where did they, is it the, is it, is it, is it where, where the, the parents were? Teshi. The Holy Ghost doesn't take you to Teshi. For firing squad, or doesn't take you to, uh, what do you call it? Uh, in some prison for hanging, dead by hanging, or it doesn't take you to where uh, to America for electric chair or lethal injection. Cross our struggle with sin that the devil is always coming because we are not dead. The devil is afraid of dead men, so you don't have anything to do with a dead man. Amen. Jesse and 22, where are our crosses? I pray that God will give us crosses. Number two, the crucified Christ and our victory over the devil. Oh, Jesus, you are holy. I pray that Lord, tonight by the time we leave here, our hearts are changing through the cross. Colossians 2, 14. NASB. Blotting out the hand. No, NASB. Having cancelled out the certificate of death. I said today we are doing Bible study. Certificate of death. Consisting of decrees against us. Which was hostile to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Now, this scripture is very revelatory. Revelatory. Alright. What he's saying is that when the Romans crucified anybody, your crime is a certificate. The right you were a thief. You raped 15 girls. You, you did 16 child trafficking. And then 25 homosexual. And then they crucify you and they hang it. So everybody can see your charges. Are you understanding me? Now, when Jesus was also being crucified, something happened. You know, Pilate tried to find out things from Jesus. And he said, no, this man is a, a good man. And his wife said, look, this man, don't do anything with him because he's a good man. He was, but Pilate was very afraid. So, out of fear and out of 
not wanting to lose his political power because the people threatened that look, if you don't crucify him, then you're not a friend of Caesar because a, he's making himself a king. So then he had to wash his hands. And then when they nailed him, he Pilate directed that they should write Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. It was like me, I believe. So they went to him and said, no, 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 no. He is not a king. They should remove that thing. They said, what is written is written. I can't change it. But in heaven, in heaven, God, our father, had written all my sins. And Reverend Zeus, the secret ones that you can't see in me, that I also can't see in you. <laughs> hey, secret sins. Oh, we're nailed to the cross of Jesus. Why? Because sin, transgression, is the breaking of a known of, of a law. Transgress. You understand? So there are laws that we break. And we have broken all human beings. Whether you are Muslim, you are whatever you are, unbeliever, atheist, everybody has broken God's law. And because we have broken God's law, there are decrees against us. You see, they are decrees. So that's why there's a lot of suffering in the world, though. People has people, somebody has stolen money, he has stolen a lot of money, government money, he has stolen money, but he has plenty issues. It's like life is not just the money. Because things are crying against you. If you read the uh, 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 Deuteronomy 28, you see all the curses, you see strange diseases, strange things. There are some things, even in the hospital, sometimes we have NYD. Not yet diagnosed. We don't know that. People die strangely. You can't even understand. Are you understand what I'm saying? So, it is because of the broken law. You know there are two laws. We could not obey the law. So when Moses came down from God, from the mountain, and he saw the idolatry, just after 40 days, he broke the law. So there's the broken law. And the broken law is crying against us with decrees. And it's hostile. And then he had to go in for another law, which is the broken law unbroken law which was put in the uh, act. But for the Lord here, yeah, but there's one in the act. That one in the act, the act actually represented Jesus Christ. So you had even a, a, a pot of manna inside. The manna they ate, they ate, became wormy or worms when you leave it for 24 hours. But the one in the ark never corrupted. Because God was speaking. 
about his son. He never corrupts. He's the incorruptible Christ. Are you understanding me? He's the only person who was able to obey the whole law. That's, that's the law in the ark. But these ones, they are decrees. So, when he died, the Bible says that he canceled our debts. All the debts that we owe. Certificate of what? Of debt that we owed. Eh? He canceled all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So our debts have been paid if only we believe. Whether you visit the shrine and you are born again, it's been paid. So the song said, he paid that debt he did not owe. I owe debt, debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. And I can sing a brand new song. Amazing grace. Christ Jesus paid the debt that I could never pay. Now, do you know why the, the broken law was hostile to us? Because it gave Satan the legal basis. To us. So the thing that will come against us is because Satan has a legal basis. So cancellation of the debt was a cancellation of the legal basis. That there's now no legal because there's no sin. When he brings and says, Look, yes, I did it. You are this. You committed abortion. You did this. You did this five years ago. You went to a shrine. You went for a god. You did this. You did this. You did this. You did this. This. Blah, 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 blah. So, all they are saying is true. I did them. If I didn't do them, I'm not a Christian. If I was a Christian, I did them. But only that, the day I became born again, all that certificate was what? Cancelled. So there's no record. You are bringing a record that God doesn't have. Are you understanding me? You see, it is faith in what Jesus has done. That is, I'm talking about victory over the devil. One way we can defeat the devil is understanding what the Son of God has done. Lucifer is Satan is very good. He's always accusing us. He accused us before God day and night. Look at them. Look at him also. He, they, are, they are rebelling against you. Look at what you did to me when I rebelled against you. You drove me out. Look at them also. They also did deserve to go to hell and all that. 
<laughs> That's what Nathan song said. Even though what? Where is this end? Even though the victory has been won. Where is it? What's the name? I plead the blood. I plead the blood. The precious blood. Even, even though the victory has been won, the accuser still goes to God trying to accuse us. And then Jesus says that, look, you don't have to fear or you don't have to worry because I have, I, I, I don't know the, the, the word so well. And that the blood, 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 has cancelled all that hostility. Let me tell you, if we don't understand what the Lord has done for us, it will always cheat us. It's like Atia Prafatinga, the house boy in the house. And your little, your little, your, your son, you have Atia Prafatinga in the house, your boy in the house. He doesn't know that even the TV in his house, in your house for you. He's watching TV and attack him and knock him. Come on, come on. Come on, why want you TV? It's because he's a child. If he had grown a little, he knows that. Look, oh, this is what my father has done for me. Oh, oh, it's my father. He will not even have the right. So, Israel, if you don't understand and you, you remain children, that's where we don't have a victorious Christian life. Hallelujah. So Paul, who was struggling even with that, I cannot do another blah, blah, blah. Romans 8, 8, 8, uh, 8 verse 1, he said, there is therefore now, now, God doesn't condemn me. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. All that was crying against us, we are no longer condemned. I'm a free man. I'm a free man. I'm a free man. Christ has set me free. I'm free because of the cross. Who walk not after the flesh? Because that's what our problem is. Sin. But after the spirit. After the born again spirit. After the Holy Spirit. You are no more earthly but you are not heavenly. After the spirit. After the spirit. For what the law could not do. In that it was weak through the flesh. God sent him for his own son in the light of, of sin, condemns in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled. Eh? In us. When we become born again and the spirit of God comes inside us, he comes inside us with the unbroken law, which is Jesus Christ. You are not a disobedient person. You are an obedient child as far as God is concerned. Because Jesus is inside of you. That's what you see. Sometimes when people get baptized in the Holy Ghost, as though they know scriptures. Because of the workings of the scripture. Hallelujah. May the Lord free us from the condemnations of the devil. Amen. I'm talking about victory. 
our victory is that the debt has been paid. Now, the other victory is that the Colossians 2, uh, 15, NASB. 15. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 15, Colossians 15. When he has disarmed the rulers, the and authorities, he made a public display of them, triumphing over them through him. Hallelujah. Now, the word disarm means to deprive of weapons or the means of attack. Let's say somebody comes here with a gun and we take the gun from him. Jesus also disarmed the devil and the means of attack. And he triumphed. So, we are fighting with a disarmed enemy. But he's armed. Don't joke. I'm going to explain. What arms him is our sin. It's our sin that arms him. So because he has nailed our sins to the cross and cancelled it, now he has been armed. So because everything has been cancelled. Look, if you live in fornication, you are arming him. If you live in fornication, adultery, you are arming him. If you live in your, your life in lies, you are. If you live your life every time in whatever, you are what? Arming him. You give him the basis. And that's why I'm saying that the cross, the cross, the only place that will forever not arm him is the cross. Paul said again, for I am crucified with Christ. He crucifies the works of the flesh. He crucifies everything. So if Reverend Ajovu is crucified, for instance, he's so dead. When he hears that people are saying bad stories about him, his reaction is different. I mean, if, 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 if like, go to cemetery, if you can go there and stand, stand the grave and tell the person that you were a very bad, you were a very bad man. But if we don't carry a cross, that's why he said that who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So our life now is more of a spiritual life than a flesh, flesh life to the cross. Let me tell you, if you don't carry your cross, you'll be a fleshy Christian. You'll be an earthly Christian. That becomes the basis of arming him. If you are fleshy, even the company you keep, 
You don't want to lose your friends. And they are affecting you. You don't know you are arming the enemy. That's why you start copying what they do. Part of Christianity today, I think that is the cross. Amen. I don't want to talk about the cross. I want, I want to talk about his resurrection. Yes, without taking his cross, you can't resurrect. Sometimes we don't seem to have victory. Compromises. Even to the service, you come, you don't come because you cannot sacrifice an evening, just one evening. You can't sacrifice. Where is your cross? You want to have a bread and butter Christianity? You don't want to lose. Let me tell you. You can never lose in your life. You can never fight it. I'm telling you. You can never fight it. You cannot. Unless the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit, he oppresses in dead men. He doesn't oppress in dead men. Do you know why the Holy Spirit is not Jesus? Romans 1 4. 1 3. Concerning his son Jesus Christ, Father God, who was made of the seed of, seed of David, according to the flesh. Verse 4. Who was King James? Declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of Holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. When did the Holy Spirit come upon Jesus? Was it was it after after he arrived from the dead? No. The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus in the Jordan. You see, baptism means death. So when John pushed him into the water and he came up. That was his first death. He was dead to come carpentry, his personal vision and everything. It was not God the Father. He was a dead man and through that baptism, the Holy Spirit came. So the point I'm trying to say is that you can never live a Holy Spirit spiritual life if you don't die. And we can't live a victorious Christian life if you don't die. It will be an admixture of church in the well, church in the well, then you can't sacrifice. I came to tell you today, as we're heading Easter, I think it's a reminder. God is reminding us that look, the cross must come back. We must learn to sacrifice. You can't even sacrifice a little night, midnight to pray. You can't sacrifice even to eat, to fast. You can't sacrifice on Sunday. You can't sacrifice. You can't sacrifice. It's like media. And I'm telling you that. The devil, this devil that we are fighting with, he's an avowed enemy. The only that he's defeated. But if you play in his kingdom, 
which is the flesh, he will beat you. Demons are very strong in the earthly realm. Jesus told Peter in Matthew 16, 23, I think. 23 or 23. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. Peter was preventing Jesus from going to the cross. I mean, if someone tells you they want to go to the cross, where, where criminals die, would you say you should go? The normal thing is to say, no, 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 no. Wow. But when he said, he recognized Satan, he said, get behind me. You are an offense to me. That word offense is the word scandalized. You, you, you make me trip. You make me fall. It's not you are angry with me. Or you make me angry. It's like you, you, you make me fall. And I will not allow you to, meet you, uh, um, uh, you to make me fall. For thou severest not. Give me the NLT. You will see sometimes you see it better. Because when you say silver, we don't even know what it is. Those of us who we didn't get one in English. 23, please don't go for it. You are a dangerous trap. Ah. To me. So you can see clearly. So it's not that you are, um, you, are um, you make me angry. You are seeing things merely from human point of view. So, in fact, other person, you only like the interest of men. So, where men's interests are, the devil likes it. Beast party is there. Blue kiosk, where they are selling appeal, is there. Anything men, men, men like is there. Anything men like that, God, that doesn't make them like God, is there. Sunday or Mutuo, I wonder why. They don't do Saturday Mutu special. But Sunday Mutu special, Satan is there. He doesn't want you to come to church. Sunday, keep faith club. They don't do Saturday. Sunday morning, keep faith club. Satan is there. I don't care what you think. MBP and this is having a rally Sunday morning. You come to you are there. Satan is there. You can go and you can go and, you can go and report me. You can even bring it to the papers. I'm printing my the Bible. Living for unbelievers. Are you a believer? You have to take up your cross and disarm him. That's why he looks stronger. But if only you follow the Holy Spirit and move a little up into heaven where Jesus sits. You see that if you, that's why you see, God said, God said that we are like eagles because the eagle, when the eagle sees the snake, hmm? unlike the secretary bird that kills the snake, ah. pa, 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 pa. or the hawk, the hawk also kills snakes. I don't know whether it's a Ghana hawk, but I saw the hawk. Wild snakes, so the snake has done this. And this and then the hawk, no matter, it's standing like that. Then the hawk just makes their wings like this. 
Then you walk straight to a snake and start eating the head. So, 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 so. He eats his raw like that. I say, hey. the master. Upon Samson, the master Jesus. But for the eagle, it does not, that's no prison on the ground. When it comes now, it picks the snake up. Once the snake is in the air, So the air, which is the Holy Spirit, that's the God wants you to pray. And until you take up your cross, I tell you, you can never have victory. In this Christian world, never. Even your dog, when we come to your house, your dog can easily bite us. But when your dog comes outside, it loses because they have territoriality. They are very territorial. Satan is so very territorial. What he hates is God's kingdom. He can't, no, 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 he can't. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And so if you don't lose, but you still want to give him this, you cannot disarm him. You are lying at a man's back who is not married to you. You are arming the devil. And that's why the man is not even marrying you. He will keep it to you with you with four children, not marry you. Because his mind is not married. I know you don't like what I'm saying. Colossians 2 15. He made a public display of Father God. You see, what he's saying is that when Jesus overcame the devil in hell, he chained him, he crushed him. See, you crushed his head. He crushed him, all his whatever. Eh? And then he publicly disgraced him. But in the Roman there's an uh, uh, empire, when you go to war, you hang all the generals and the captains and the king and all those who that you, you, you arrest by your, by your carriage and screech on the ground and ride into Rome. Run around, move around. Uh, that's what you said. And God wants us to believe, believe it. So our victory over him is that Jesus Christ, the Father has triumphed over Satan through the cross of Jesus Christ. That is why whether the Jews didn't thought that it was an accursed thing and would not even receive Jesus. President Laos Benihini said a lot of Jews are now, are now, are now believing Jesus. Believing in Jesus, because they said their rabbis have deceived them for a long time. Not knowing Yeshua was our Messiah. But anybody who saw Jesus Christ die saw a victim. 
his own nation disown him. Leaders of the nation disown him. His own close friends and disciples, his pupils and students that he was training, some said they didn't know him. Everyone had fled. Only John was around. One had sold him. He was rejected. And defeated. And dead. But here comes the disciples. After the Holy Spirit of God had come into their hearts. And they have gotten a better picture of what the, the Yeshua and Mashiach has done. They were now speaking of triumph. They never spoke about defeat. Even in prison. Even in whatever times. They, all they knew was that we are triumphant. Whatever we are going through, just as it looked like evil had overcome good on that day, but in the paradox, good had overcome evil on that Good Friday. So you heard them say in Romans 8.37, in all these things, We overwhelmingly conquer. Give me the King James. I we know that one. In all these things, we are what? More than conquer. A conqueror means that you have fought and you have won. That was their faith. Give me, give me 36. 36. 36. Okay, 35. 35. For what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Tribulation, distresses, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, no clothes, dangers, swords, hunger, persecution. 36. Nay, we are killed all day long. We are kind of sheep for slaughter. I mean, the early church suffered. But he said, in all these things, in all these things, that was your faith. We are more than conquerors. Until we believe in the triumphant Christ, we can never have victory. We have to believe in our hearts. In all these things. In all that has been going on. In all the issues that we have had in GSC. We are what? More than conquerors. We must say to ourselves, in all these things, whatever, whether, whether Ukraine war and whatever, Petra has gone up, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. This should be the basis of our faith. So we don't get discouraged. We don't get depressed. You may have a nightmare, but when you wake up, you say, in all these things, I am more than what? A conqueror. Through the victorious Christ, and you see the cross being manifested in the situation. 
First Corinthians 15, 57. Paul said the same thing. But thanks be to God, which gives us victory. We are hounded. But thanks be to God, who gives us what? Victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Say, I am a victor. Through Jesus Christ. All that is going on in my mind, emotionally, I am still what? A victory. You see, if Jesus has said that, oh, 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 all they have done, I am what? I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a conqueror. We said, look at him. He says, I think, say, I did nothing in him. Yeah, boozy. We say we couldn't for and all that. But he was. And the devil knew that he was. He was. You see, the devil knows we are. But he still fights us. Sometimes he, he pushes you to a corner. But when we take up our cross, I said, when we take up our cross, we say, in all these things, I'm more than concrete. Second Corinthians 2.14. Now, thanks be, give me the NSB. I like the NSB one. Oh, makotara, Whatever we are going through, Holy Spirit, give us the victory. Hallelujah. He said, Second Corinthians 2.14. But now, Thanks be to God. Second Corinthians. Who has given us causes us to triumph. No, NASB. In Christ Jesus. Which always, 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 not someday. Not someday you are going to fail. Always, always, always. Who always, 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 always leads leads, leads, leads. He's not behind me. He leads. He leads. It's a difficult season, but he's leading me. It's a, it's a difficult, it's a painful thing, but he's leading me. I feel broken, but he's leading me. I feel disappointed, but he's leading me. I feel disgraced, but he's leading me. I feel battered, but he's leading me. I feel down, but he's leading me. I feel as though I cannot sing a song. But he is leading me. Don't laugh at my today. As long as I carry my cross. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at my situation. Don't mock at me. There is a God. His name is, Je His name is what? Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He leads me. What? In triumph. In Christ. In Christ. And manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. By the time that the story will end, by the time that it will be over, all you see is the aroma of the Son of God. A certain smell will be coming out. And then you say, what have you been through? We, 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 we went through the valley. We went through the fire. We went through the river. But he was the one who was leading us in the name of Jesus. And we are coming out. We are coming out in triumph. 
I say we are coming in triumph. When you say you are a victor, they may laugh at you. They would have laughed at Jesus also. I said they would have laughed at Jesus also. Our triumphant king. He is the triumphant king. Our triumph is him. I said our triumph is him. Our triumph is him. How would he manifest? The word manifest is phaneros or cause to appear. How would he cause to appear? He smelled in your life when there has not been walls. How would you be 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 try a, 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 a conqueror when there are no walls? The enemy will come. But hang up for the cross. Hang up for the cross. Look, tonight, if you have put your cross under your bed, go for your cross. And live a Christian life. If you have buried your cross, go and dig up your cross again. And I'm not, talking, I'm not talking of this psychedelic cross. I'm not talking about a refined cross. There is no refined, refined cross. The cross is not refined. It's an old ragged cross. We can't even know that we're a Christian even in your office. Because when the unbelievers are, are chatting, you chat with them in their unbeliever talks. And they tell you, we like your type of Christianity. But you can't stand up. You can't stand up. They'll call you a soul. They'd rather call you a soul. They should keep quiet when they see you coming. That we cannot converse this in the presence of a soul. Christianity has not become like a religion. It's not. That's why there's no relationship with God. As I pray myself, I want to close. The Bible says that we are thanking God who always leads us. Leads us. Leads us. There may be intimidating times. It comes to everybody. There may be discouraging times. It comes to everybody. Let's wait for him. He's the one who is leading us. And by the time that the story is over, you see the aroma of the living Savior. You see a smell. What is the smell? What is the smell? Some, the Bible talks about baptisms. 
the baptism, baptisms. There's the baptism of water. There's the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's also the baptism of sufferings. Jesus told Peter uh, and John, you don't know the baptism where we are baptized. But in all that baptism of sufferings, he leads us. Sometimes when a man tells a story, we can't even believe. Don't always look at glories of people. Ask their stories. And sometimes, great men of God don't tell their stories unless, unless you are close to them. Unless you open up to them, they, they, they can tell you things. They tell you seasons. From, from victory on to victory, his army, me, shall, Lord Jesus, he leads, Lord, take over my heart, Holy Father, take over the heart, by the Holy Ghost, Lord Jesus and Christ, he is Lord, Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Jesus is Holy Spirit. Lucifer is defeated in the name of Jesus. Jehovah's Son, Yahweh's Son, Spirit of Jesus. crying to the Lord in Victoria over issues. And suddenly I hear the song. God is in the midst of this. God is in the midst of this. Oh God is in the midst of this. He's in the midst of this. He will do it again. I want you to know that Whatever you are going through is in the midst of it. It may be your cross. Carry the cross. He's leading you. He's leading you into victory. 
begin to pray to the Lord in the next few minutes. Lord Jesus, Father, I know you are in the midst of all this. Jesus, something the cross looks confusing to us, Holy Spirit. There's no pleasantness in the cross. Lord, but we take it, Lord Jesus. We can only defeat Lucifer at the cross and it hurts. I pray for grace to carry our crosses. But Lord, give us a victory in the cross. Living Jesus, whom hell could not hold you, the grave could not hold you. Lord, take over our hearts in victory, in victory, in the victory of the cross, in the victory of the cross, in the victory of the cross. Make us smell like Jesus, Spirit of the living God. Make us smell like the Lord. Lord God of Israel, make us smell like Jesus. Carry the aroma of the Son of God. Aromas that flies cannot. Aromas like snakes cannot. Aromas that the dragon cannot. In the name of Jesus. In the precious name of the Lord. Of the Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for everyone, Heavenly Father of our Lord Jesus, including myself. Tonight we ask for the cross again to live the Christian life. May we be dead men to sin, but alive by the Spirit of the Lord of truth. God. By the cross, may we overcome sin. By the cross, may we overcome Lucifer and Satan and their hearts. May they be defeated, unclean spirit be defeated by the cross of the Son of the Most High. By the cross, let Jesus be glorified in us. By the cross, let the Spirit of God work a work in us. In the name of our Master, our Savior Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I curse any spirit of death. And I curse dreams with ghosts and dead men. Hang them on the cross. Hang them, Lord, on the cross. Let them be hanged on the cross and be destroyed by the cross of the Son of God. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory that is in you. Amen. You are here, you don't know the Lord Jesus, but you want to receive the living Savior. Let me see by your hand. You want to receive the Lord. All right, let's be seated. We have come with open arms.